Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay, thank you, Nina. How are you? Yeah, okay. It, it, it feels like... I honestly feel like one of the biggest things with this um, global pandemic situation has been that my sense of time is really weird. And I feel like even today I was thinking we had like a meeting with um, with some people in the union and I was like, so how long have we been working from home? <laughs> it's honestly, it's just so weird. And I feel like it's, yeah, I, I, this whole kind of like year has been just, it's 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 really difficult for me to like comprehend time i feel like yeah. on the one hand it feels like i we started this job in lockdown like yeah this has been mm-hmm. a whole year we'd be in lockdown but then mm-hmm. on the other hand it's like well that went really quickly yeah mm-hmm. uh, and i think how long have you been in lockdown three months no more we went on lockdown like middle of march four months almost four months oh my god yeah Wow. Wait. What a great four months it's been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been amazing, hasn't it? So what's on the agenda today, Nina? I have we we have again no no plan this is all uh-huh. off the cuff all off the cuff here. So yeah. what so, do you want to talk about? So did you did you have something on the agenda? I don't have anything on the agenda. <laughs> no, I just I, I thought we were just gonna talk about yeah. it's been like to be an officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, yeah, you know, really burn some bridges before we leave. Oh my god, that's the plan. the final, the final drama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. Yeah, Wait, which I which bridge being... do you want to burn first? <laughs> that, I think we could start with like actually how it is to work with the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's been it's been really frustrating a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like especially with Black Lives Matter stuff, mm, mm-hmm. that has really kind of typified how resistant things are to change. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had the VC coming out with um, statements that weren't really good enough, didn't hit the mark. Yeah, we then kind of raised this as an issue, and <coughs> then like last week, one of our mm. BAME ambassadors and one of the people that consults on it came up against. Um, mm basically an academic saying basically that they're not worried about BAME students in the school but instead should be focusing on white working class boys and within mm. like a race equity meeting and mm-hmm. it was just like every time I feel like that's the thing with the university and I think this is a general thing mm-hmm. like, I don't know working within it, it's like you think you're making progress and you think you're like trying to change things but like it is incredibly painfully slow and yeah. like the, the way things are set up, the system is not set up to change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. And I feel like that has been quite difficult for me, at least personally, this kind of like finding the balance between kind of like you're working within the system, but then you feel like that because the system, the system is, is the system doesn't really allow change or like it, it, it's not equipped for change. So then it's always this kind of like, well, well, what can I do then? Or then kind of like, I've had like, kind of, it's been difficult because obviously like I want to do similar things in the future or like be involved in politics and that kind of stuff. And I feel like this here has really made me think about whether or not like working within the system is actually ever worth it or kind of like 
can, can it can you actually achieve anything with it and i i think you you probably can but whether or not that change will be whether it will be permanent whether it will be like enough or like whether it will be worth for you personally to go through all of that like struggle within the system to maybe achieve something so i feel like it, it's definitely like raised quite a lot of like yeah bigger 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 questions for me about kind of how how we can try to like achieve change um yeah, yeah. i think i've got more of a cynical way <laughs> I, I don't think like the systems we have set up in mm-hmm. in the world around us don't really work and like, mm-hmm. really want to change them there's got to be like quite drastic yeah change. Mm-hmm. But, yeah definitely yeah. and i do yeah. feel like it's it's a bit like uh, our job is definitely it's 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 really weird in terms of like how how we are in the system i feel like as well because obviously in in the students union we we're leading it and we're trustees and we're all of that but then it's like a we're only elected for one year so then it's also that kind of like well obviously we are staff members but like not in the same way as like people who've worked there for like 20 years for example and then we're somehow in the university system, but our relationship with the university is 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 quite like I don't I don't think it's quite clear like what yeah. it is since they obviously give us money, but that that doesn't like dictate what we do. Like they don't say this is the money for this thing, this is the money for this thing, and they, these are the only things that you can do. Not in that kind of way. So I definitely feel like. Yeah, it's 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 a it's weird kind of dynamics and weird kind of power dynamics. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree, and I think, yeah, like you say, <laughs> it's it's interesting because like you have one year, maybe two years, and mm. you are like really up against it, and people know that as well. So people mm-hmm. do know that like they can just not really answer things, mm. or, or especially if I'm at the university, like it's often very difficult to get answers out of people mm-hmm. at the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a part of that is because like, well, they're like, yeah, we don't really need to worry about not having the best working relationship with this person because they mm. can go in a year and mm-hmm. we'll get a new person who hopefully we can like mold into what we mm. think is suitable or what we can mm-hmm. kind of, we can use their power better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's been a really interesting experience, but yeah, it mm. has, it's been, I think frustration is a big part of this role. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, part of me is thinking like coming out of it, like our single year officers, is that, officers who get elected to do mm. a single term, is that the way forwards? Mm. And I think mm-hmm. there's this almost like this battle, this internal battle for students union, because on the one hand, what a lot of students unions want to do is offer students every year the opportunity mm. to do be a representative right so that every single year there's a new opportunity for people to mm-hmm. get a job in this place and represent yeah. students like that but like really is that more important than having representatives who can actually change things mm. and like if if the latter is more important as opposed to just giving students opportunities if the latter is more important get, making changes happen then really like i mm. think the one year thing should be reviewed mm. yeah and i think i think it kind of relates that what we've been trying to 
obviously not to figure out this year but we, what we've been discussing relating to that with with the officer review as well is that like what 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 is the purpose of officers actually like what what is the main main kind of bit because obviously we have so many so many kind of different roles that we're 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 in within the within the one role that then kind of what what is the main purpose and i feel like that's definitely not a a simple a simple thing as we've learned this year and with uh, especially i feel like when when you and me went to um a year ago when we went to visit some other students unions and kind of see what kind of officer roles they have and how they do things then it's also i i wasn't really convinced with any kind of other model either yeah so it's definitely not a thing that has kind of been solved somewhere and it seems to be working a lot better um yeah it's 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 honestly it's yeah it's difficult yeah no it is it is really difficult um and i think yeah I, I, it, it's um it's all about creating more power for officers i mm. feel it's just like what's the best way to do that and i mm. don't know if the system we have now yeah Mm-hmm. does that effectively i think we should just give all of the power to our ceo paul mm-hmm. yeah give mm-hmm. him unlimited money and let him yeah. fix everything for mm-hmm. everyone i yeah, think that would really, yeah, so. really useful yeah i think especially with the coming year with all of these <laughs> all of these changes and how um how we can actually like live our lives just give give everything to paul and he'll just he'll yeah, figure it out mm-hmm. i um, do have to say that we, when we joke about paul I um I've obviously had a very great experience with Paul and he's been very supportive to me and I feel like it's it's been nice to have someone not just Paul but like other staff members who've worked in the SU for so long that they have the experience and they've kind of I feel like with Paul he's in such like a, I feel like a funny position of he always has like a new officer team and the yeah. same stuff comes up and then it's a bit different and I feel like a lot of the times that I've like went to his office and shouted about something that I'm annoyed about and he's like yeah that happens every year and I'm like okay <laughs> it still sucks yeah, but I'm special I'm special this year yeah exactly <laughs> not like the other officers exactly yeah I, I, was, I was thinking as well like it's been very interesting doing a lot of casework um mm. like for students and that's been mm. a real challenge in itself kind of negotiating mm. those things because I think the problem we have at this university is like the university, in my opinion, mm. aren't the best at supporting students like directly. Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of students often have questions that go unanswered or don't know where to go for certain things, etc. Mm. And because there's that kind of vacuum, I feel like a lot of students will then come to us looking for guidance or support, mm-hmm. etc. And they, to me, sometimes it, it seems they have the same expectations as if, as if they were talking to the university. Mm. Which is understandable because a lot of people like it's not always that clear what the difference between us and the university yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But because they come with that expectation of oh you need to fix my problems etc cetera, etc, cetera. and because we don't have the same power as the university, we are effectively just like a lobby group. Yeah, it becomes really difficult to try and like mm-hmm. convey that to students, but also like still be there to support them and like mm-hmm. not let students down. So it's a really yeah. tricky balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like and I feel like that, and I think. For my role as well, I I've definitely felt like it's it's difficult for me as well when students, not because of their their own fault necessarily, when students kind of 
think that I, I can be like a mental health support. Yeah. Which isn't yeah, really, isn't really, it, it, well, it isn't true. And it is, is also kind of dangerous in terms of like, I'm not a mental health professional. And I, I feel like I, to be, to be completely honest, I've seen quite a lot of just with like, not just with this job, but within like my years of university of kind of how, how people with mental health difficulties their their situation gets worse or like it's not helped by people advising them or try, trying to help them when they're they're not professional and they shouldn't be they shouldn't be in in that position to give advice or try to, to support or help when often obviously it's it's not like no one is trying to do any damage on purpose but i feel like that's a thing that i've definitely kind of struggled with but then i've been like overthinking that like our students gonna think that like I don't care about them when I'm like I can't actually th- this is where you need to go and I can help you with access and services but I can't actually like I-, I I can't be your therapist and I I can't like help you with um with whatever has happened and I feel like and I do I I I have definitely struggled with kind of because obviously we're not we're not the university and we're students so I do often feel like that then there is like a there, there is definitely like a boundary that then students often feel like that we're friends or like we're kind of somehow somehow more than than this is my job and I feel like that's a difficult kind of I think dynamic to try to kind of handle without then again being like I don't care about you it's interesting because like I feel in my role when I was trying to like represent students mm. tend to on kind of educational issues I felt like at times like a real lack of power because mm. all educational issues are like outside of the union like, mm. we don't do education like obviously mm. we represent students and stuff but we don't mm-hmm. have any educational things like we do activities we do welfare mm. some welfare provision mm-hmm. etc et but we just don't do any of those things mm-hmm. and, like to me it sounds like you have this kind of like not not mm. empowered but like students come to you and see you as like a position of power and etc mm. it's like when students come to me it's basically i'm just i literally have zero power it's mm. like i'm gonna have to take this to the university and try mm-hmm. and lobby to get this thing changed and like yeah mm. i think it was it's pretty depressing for me a lot of times because i knew mm. like whatever students asked like, i had literally zero power i could ask mm. for it but like very rarely mm-hmm. it's done or even if it was done and like people be like oh yeah sure we'll do that like that's the thing I've noticed about Sussex. People often mm. say, "Yeah, we'll do that," or "That will happen," and like people agree to it as much as they agree to it in words. Mm. Like they, nothing actually ever happens. Mm-hmm. Really have to push and keep following up and stuff, and mm-hmm. that is that is really tiring work. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's really hard to kind of stay resilient in that kind of sense. That I often feel like there is a lot of like good people in the university that like agree with us or like want to see the same stuff happen as as we do but then again the system doesn't really allow that and it gets like caught up in like somewhere in the system and it doesn't end up happening or the change doesn't end up actually coming through um what what do you think on a more positive note what do you think like your biggest your biggest win of the year has been hmm You go first, so I'll have time to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think really early hmm. on when I managed to get 
almost all of the heads of schools to agree to give money for language bursaries. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was a nice win. Mm-hmm. And working with other officers on the BAME Ambassador Programme, mm-hmm. that was a win. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like personal development, I think mm-hmm. going on the Race Equality Charter training was really mm-hmm. helpful for myself. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, those, those are the things mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, I definitely, I feel like in terms of like what I've learned from this year, I feel like, I, I feel like I kind of want to do like a proper like reflection in terms of like concretely like writing stuff down because I go definitely... into your cabin and think about and go Sorry? into your mind zone. Go to your cabin, and go to your mind zone and like think about everything you did. Chris, at, at this point, it's everyday occurrence that I'm like, why am I still in this country? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Especially since last week when I had a mini breakdown when the government was like, the gyms will not open next week. <laughs> it's it's let's not get into that <laughs> are the gyms open in finland yeah obviously <laughs> um so yeah and i do feel like um yeah like you said i feel like it's definitely been nice to see or like great to see with with the Bay ambassador program how how kind of that kicked off i think really well and i think just seeing yeah exactly and i think seeing um the commitment and the kind of like hard work that the students students are doing and i feel like it's a really good starting point for again maybe change can happen (laughs) but um, (laughs) i think i think that like program and those people really i think prove that how much is actually not okay and like needs to be changed and also kind of it, it can be changed if it's just decided that it will change yes. um, so i think that's that's been great and i feel like maybe i feel like i'm really per- personally really glad glad with um the new officer roles since obviously that like we started doing that last summer um and then finished before the end of the year and i feel like it's not perfect but i feel like it's a lot more like rep- representing our students a lot more than i feel like our roles are and i yeah. feel like it's definitely more it, it mirrors the kind of like what what our student demographics and what our student like population is and i completely I'm... forgot about the new officer roles yeah we mm-hmm. used to go out in like campus and ask people what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. When we were still that on campus, like... Chris. <laughs> Say again. Yeah. When we were still on campus. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it yeah. feels like ages ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to see um, how how those roles will will play out. Um, and I, yeah, I think obviously there's there's still like things. That I feel like need to be fixed in terms of like part-time officers and, and like all of that and kind of how the SU works as well but you know one step at a time I guess <laughs> so but you, and now next you're gonna go to Finland and yeah well have a green movement so it's okay no well yeah I don't know maybe I've applied to like two jobs in in the green party kind of 
like dif- different like branches or like different organizations within the Green Party. And there's two more <laughs> that I think I'm gonna apply for. But I don't know, I feel like I found some like kind of comms social media jobs as well that I think I'm gonna apply for. So there is definitely well, first of all, in this situation, there is jobs available and jobs yeah. that I'm actually interested in. So I think that's a plus. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it, it, the more and more I'm here and like now that like this is finishing, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's the right, right thing to do to go to Finland. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, Should be fun. Yeah. And go back to the gym. Yeah, oh god, honestly. So wait, so did you what did you look at applying to any SUs in Finland? I did apply for Helsinki Uni SU, yeah. Did you hear anything back? I didn't get that one, no. It's it's what? all of the jobs that I've applied for have been like there's people with more experience. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Nice. But Thank yeah, you. I I guess so, but also like you've been an officer, so like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What, what, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, that's exciting, though. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, yeah, there's definitely, and I do feel like after this year, I feel like I'm at like a point in my life when I like, finish my master's and everything, there's definitely like a, I'll do something probably for next year, but then I feel like I'll have the time to kind of in peace to actually think about like what direction I want to go to next which I yeah. think will be really nice. Yeah, and at least be in Finland for a while. I think yeah. it will be quite nice. What's your plan, Chris, for next year? <laughs> well, I got a job mm. recently at um, mm. a school, mm-hmm. and I'll be helping in the Raising Achievement Department um, with students, I think, mm-hmm. who need some help with their English. So that'll be cool. And then hopefully, at some point, get out to Palestine to do mm-hmm. my Arabic language class mm-hmm. um, and then yeah and then hopefully at some point maybe a master's mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's all up in the air at the yeah. moment yeah I feel like mm-hmm. the pandemic is yeah just I've just yeah just kind of existing until mm-hmm. I know like have more clarity mm-hmm. as, I, as yeah. I suppose a lot of people are yeah exactly um, but yeah, yeah. Has the university said anything about like maybe they could start in January or? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Going mm-hmm. back to so we had the high point. Mm-hmm. What's what's your low point at the you know, at God. during your time in, in in your role? Um, I think probably. This is going to sound weird to people, but probably I would still say that the first term, like from summer to end of 2019, I think that was still just the combination of things that were going on in terms of the officer route, we had to make redundancies in the SU, the strikes, what what else was there, the election. I think think that time... Yeah, the combination of all of those things was honestly, it was just way too much. And I feel like I could have handled one of those things. (laughs) One of those things at a time would have been fine. But I feel like, yeah, I kind of feel like, and this isn't anyone's fault, 
but I feel like we were kind of thrown into this into this kind of like well we need to decide on making tens of thousands of cuts and like and then and then we need to obviously do the officer review which like I said I feel like played out well and then it's the strike and then it's all of these things so I think yeah it was definitely it was it was really difficult and obviously this time now has been very very and yeah and like the combination of first having the weeks of strikes in february march and then after that or like during that then like this pandemic shit i think yeah it's it's definitely not been uh in any kind of sense like a normal year that we would (laughs) that we would have in this job but then again at the same time i feel like there's definitely like lessons to be learned from all of this shit (laughs) yeah yeah definitely um yeah i think that was that was a really interesting period Mm -hmm. when we basically just started and like it was like okay you now have to make these decisions which are gonna like Mm -hmm. affect people's lives and all of these things with the redundancies and it was just Mm kind of like well this is shit like there was no yeah there was no positive way to deal with it Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i I, yeah i get i get that what's what's your high low point my lowest point um hmm. when did i when did i hit rock bottom (laughs) i it was it was kind of more just like tragic like when i was Mm. there was a period where i was doing like drop-ins like i would situate Mm. myself around campus and pretty much every single i did it like three times Mm. no one ever came (laughs) yeah that was just yeah that Mm -hmm. was just the reality of Mm -hmm. who would like it was a learning curve like who would actually people only really will come to me if they have something they need to deal with and Mm -hmm. so like to have an hour where you're expecting people to kind of have issues like people will just message these days like it's just Mm. digital they'll email their message or whatever Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of like yeah Mm -hmm. that was kind of sad um but i felt like you know i felt like the election week Mm. i've just grown like a thick skin because the whole election week you're just like embarrassing yourself going around asking Mm. people to vote for you and Mm -hmm. like vote on what you want to do etc and it's just like you have i had no like shame Mm-hmm. left oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah I, yeah i definitely agree yeah it's 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 honestly yeah and i do feel like yeah like i kind of said already i feel like whatever kind of this year has been and how hard it's been it's definitely been like when i think back at it and like even when i've been like um writing my like job applications the kind of like shit that we have to deal with like it's 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 not that many other jobs that you could have all of all of those things right like straight from uni that you have in this job so i definitely feel like yeah in terms of like personal development and like just experience i feel like it's yeah it's it's been good definitely definitely but, um, but yeah as i think we've discussed before it's it's very tricky mm. to try and explain to on your job applications yeah. what you did as an officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I I've had like a few where they asked for um 
conflict-like resolution skills. And I was, like, trying to explain kind of, like, like our position with the university and then with students. And, it's, and then also it's the language thing that, like, I have to, like, use some English words um, in, although I'm, like, writing in Finnish because it just doesn't, like, translate directly. But... No. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's still been as good as it can be. Yeah, and it, yeah, I think it must. Mm-hmm. I I get it. Where like maybe they've said you don't have enough experience, but that's probably mm-hmm. because like the people who are applying are like probably either being in like students' unions forever or are like going for something like lower than they mm-hmm. probably should. Like they're overemployed for it because there's yeah. so few. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like yeah, it's yeah, and I I do have like. If there's something that I've learned during this year, <laughs> it's been to kind of like, like have faith in kind of, in the the in the stars and the moons and the also that but, the like, suns. but to have faith in kind of things will work out and I feel like yeah even though like this year was really hard I feel like it, yeah I'm just such like a big kind of like believer in like things happen the way that they're meant to be. And I feel like whether it is this year or like further along in my life, I'm gonna realize why I did this job or like kind of what what was the my bigger purpose of of this year. Yeah. Um, yeah sure. But you know, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I guess. <laughs> Are you excited to go to the office for one day next week? <laughs> one day, yeah. I'm. I'm really pumped for that i'm actually yeah yeah, i'm actually quite excited yeah same same see the office one last time Mm -hmm. and see like people obviously distance but like Mm -hmm. yeah see them in the flesh yeah um yeah it it does get quite like i've found i've been struggling with motivation just Mm -hmm. doing online meetings all the time yeah like Mm -hmm. it's really hard to get excited about things too when you're just like chatting like this i think i feel yeah and i feel like just i i feel like at this point because we've been on lockdown for so long it's i feel like i was quite like okay with it in the beginning i was kind of like i was in in kind of like i'm still like in a routine but i was more in in a routine and i was kind of finding it okay just like doing the same stuff from home but definitely now that it's been so long i'm just so done with it just so like fed up it's 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 completely kind of like yeah it's just it's just been too long at this point um but it will definitely be nice to um yeah just do something i think next week and we'll have to like distance obviously and all of that but still it will be it will be really nice yeah yeah um yeah yeah it'll just be i I miss my plants as well my plants in the office are they still there yeah, apparently Tarek's been watering them. Oh, so. okay, good. I was like, that's <laughs> not. It's dead on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I'm I'm worried that like, I'll get back to the office and like open the door and it'll, like stink in the office or something. Like someone yeah. would have died in there. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah, Tarek has been there, so it's yeah. it's not like I, no one has like touched anything since you left. I might get I'm gonna get found with our food. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and Philip did order um order the other day. Yeah, yeah, I remember him saying. Mm-hmm. It was it was quite nice. <laughs> did but, it make you feel like nostalgic eating it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's oh God, it's just it, this is just such a weird situation, honestly. Yeah, it is. 
And it's it's just that kind of like, like you're kind of used to it, but then also you're not. Yeah. Like I feel like it's it's so hard to like, you you can't really be used to it, but then also, in some ways you are. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Were you were you like, as a percentage, hmm. when the opportunity came to rerun, where were you at? Like, were you a hundred percent no, or were you like somewhere in between, like ten percent maybe? And yeah, yeah, why? And yeah, yeah, well, where were you? Me, I kind of when I started, and even before Christmas, I was quite sure that I was going to rerun. I, it was kind of like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and I think especially with the new roles, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. And like, I had told people that had asked me that I'm going to rerun. Um, but then for me, it was more than anything. It was when I went to Finland for three weeks and it kind of just clicked in my head that I want to go to Helsinki. Um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was more than that, more that than anything, but. And there was like a couple of times um, after that when I was back here and I was still thinking about it before the deadline and I was kind of being like, oh, yeah, there, there was a couple of times that I was like, okay, maybe I have to do it. Obviously, no one is going to be surprised. One of them was when I had a conversation with Ijlal and Ijlal can be very, kind of, <laughs> he's so passionate and he's so, he's so resilient and he's so kind of like, strong person in terms of like what he believes in and what he wants to do that i think that was definitely a time that i was actually like oh yeah fuck like i just do it again um (laughs) sorry ijlal i did not end up doing it Um, (laughs) obviously very convincing yeah um but yeah for me it was it was more more the kind of like that i i kind of realized that i need to um i just need to leave here and then yeah with I feel like even if the the whole coronavirus shit hasn't hadn't happened, I think I still would have been like quite sure that I made the right decision. Um, so yeah, yeah. What what about you? I think I was pretty like I was like ninety five percent sure mm. I wasn't gonna rerun. Um, yeah. Why is yeah, that? I, just, I was just like quite frustrated by mm. the lack like i don't know just the year it felt like um there were a lot of things that weren't weren't working and like mm. you know it felt like it was important the job was important to me but also like there's more to do in this world than this job mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah I, I don't know i was just i wasn't particularly yeah I, I was also I was also like during that point I was quite happy with what I had achieved this year so mm. it wasn't like mm-hmm. I still I didn't feel like I still had something to prove mm-hmm. um so it was, yeah it was a mixture of those things it was just kind of like okay mm-hmm. you know what fuck it yeah like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got my time mm-hmm. I've got like as much out of this as I can mm-hmm. I think I'm quite glad now like if I was to go back and be doing a second year mm. I would be like. I think if we if like there was if we had gone back into the office mm. I would maybe I'd be like singing a different tune right now but yeah. like just mm-hmm. like I couldn't imagine having to start again 
mm. and next month start again the new year and then not be back in the office mm, mm-hmm. yeah definitely that would kind of kill me yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i did have one thing that i thought that we should discuss what has been your favorite podcast that we've done favorite podcast oh They've all been so good, Nina. Exactly. I, just, I don't know if I could pick it's one. It's hard to choose. I can I can read you uh, our episode um, yeah, names. Yeah. Let's, let's, go, let's go through the podcast history. <laughs> let's go down memory Let's go through it. We had a few guests, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, one person is still very bitter that he was not a guest, and we shall not say who that is. What, Philip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We did, our first one was Past and Present, Freshers Week 2019. Oh, God, wow. Then it was pr- one that I wasn't in. You did it with Callum. Great host. Yes. Then we did Things That Are Kicking Off. <laughs> what did we talk about? Oh, yeah. A person did, uh, Tussex Academic did um, a piece about dragon uh, blackface. The general election. Papa John's conspiracy. Then we have uh, UCU strike special edition. Yeah. Then we wrapped up the autumn term. Then we have elections with Becky. Oh yeah, remember that one. Then we have coronavirus blame ambassadors money. Then we have positive podcast, which we that was the first one that we did. In lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe we were still in the office, but we, we did it. Um, that was the first when kind of the, the yeah. coronavirus stuff was happening. Then we have Nice Things Going On, Journey Through Our Minds. Then we have Dreams, Problematic Academia, and Easter in Lockdown. Um, deep Thoughts About Books, um, True Crime, um, and Conspiracy Theories. And How Is Our Brain... <laughs> In the scale of bowl of soup to Ferrari, oat milk relationships and individuality. <laughs> well, we, we really, I think we covered all bases. I think so. I think we've completed, we've completed podcast. I think so. That's it done, like. Do you remember how nice it was when we were in like meeting room three and we had the mics and we had oh, everything? God, yeah. yeah. And now we're just speaking over, yeah. over the phone. Yeah. It was really nice. We had it good. The problem was we didn't appreciate it. We didn't appreciate the fact that the stars were aligning and allowing us to prosper in such a way. Exactly. And now we have a Jupiter falling moon. Well, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> there is three planets at the moment that are in retrograde, but I don't think Jupiter is one, one of them. Which, which planets? Mercury, Neptune, and then I think one other, but I can't remember. What does that mean? Well, the, the whole Mercury thing is, Mercury, I think Mercury goes into retrograde quite often. And it's yeah. like that type of, I was just reading about it today. It's apparently that type of like, you, you can easily find it more hard to like, get things done as straightforwardly as you would usually. There's a lot of like, um, communication issues and like awkwardness. You can okay. read how the Mercury retrograde affects you specifically according to your star sign. So I see, I see. Okay, and well, then, I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I think, what did I read about? Um, Neptunus. 
One of them is in retrograde for a really long time. Like, it's it's like a month. So, we'll see. But I think what I was going to say, I think, yeah, I think that the most important thing definitely during this time has been realising how easy it is to take things for granted. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, the outside and, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Yeah. So wait, what's, all, your, what's your favourite podcast? Yeah, in answer to your question, probably Things Kicking Off. I think we should have we should have done a sequel to Things mm. Kicking Off. Mm. Um, because I think that was like our, what's it called? That was our like finest work, I think. Yeah. I think we really, really pushed the boat out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But what about you? I'm just trying to think. I think the podcast that we've been doing in the lockdown have been really good what did we talk about in this one do you remember when you're talking about your hippie theory <laughs> oh yeah yeah no i'm solid theory i yeah, support that thoroughly and i did your tarot <laughs> reading oh yeah that was wild yeah no i think my favorite one is the one we um we um we talked about um books that we read i was reading sarah ahmed's promise uh, no happiness book and you were reading the book about spaces and places yeah and then we talked about my obsession with true crime and conspiracy theories that was a good one yeah i think so i feel like we did a lot of good work for you there in unpacking your yeah. your your the world you live in yeah i think so wait what was i had a something that i was gonna ask about what was that Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think I think we've done some good ones. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Stay stay tuned for maybe we'll have a um, Nina and Chris come back to talk shit yeah, <laughs> about yeah, anything. Once, we're, once the world is the apocalypse is started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll be straight on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's been good, Nina. Yeah, it's been, good. It's been great, yeah. Chris. Thank you so much for doing. This has definitely been one of the things that I've loved doing this year. Yeah, yeah, this is this fun. This has been a great excuse mm-hmm. to not do work. <laughs> We've also <laughs> been doing some great work talking about the strike <laughs> and election and everything. Please. Yeah, talk talk to yourself, Nina. I've been doing been doing nothing. It's all just a facade. Oh, okay. I I mean I don't believe that. <laughs> so you know. Do you think do you think anyone continues to listen at this point? Do you think we could just say some like <laughs> stuff? Yeah, I think then... probably. <laughs> Do you want to say something? We'll just test. (laughs) The moon is actually um, something that is tattooed onto our eyes as babies. So the moon doesn't actually exist, but as babies, we get this like implant in our Uh eyes that we can think we can see the moon. Mm -hmm. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Why can't you see it all the time then, though? Because it's when like it's it's an intelligent thing that's plugged into your eye so you mm-hmm. can only see it at certain points so mm-hmm. you, it keeps the illusion mm-hmm. up and that's probably the same tracker that we're gonna have put on us to track the coronavirus exactly yeah so, it's already Cro- done another case cracked by by chris and nina exactly exactly <laughs> god okay yeah. yeah thank you chris thanks nina for the year and for the podcast everything yeah. Thanks, thanks to the listeners. Thanks, everyone. It was great having you with us. Yeah, especially those in Romania. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Chris. Bye, Nina.